from Omaha, Nebraska, to whatever lane you're driving. This is the H&M Trucking Podcast with your host, Marcus Bridges. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the all-new H&M Trucking Podcast. Now, this is a podcast that will cover all things H&M Trucking. Uh, We're going to profile drivers, dispatchers, load planners, office staff, and everything that surrounds this titan of transport. Just like Unplugged OTR, we will have episodes weekly, so look out for them every Wednesday morning. And please be sure to check us out on uh, the H&M Trucking social media platforms. That's where you're going to be able to find all of our episodes. You'll find posts from us that you can engage with, interact with. And if there's ever anything that you want to hear from this new H&M Trucking Podcast, that's where you can reach out. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe. All those things help keep my lights on. And also, another thing that will help keep lights on and computers, which is even more important, is if you just share it with your friends and your coworkers. Word of mouth helps podcasts grow so much, and we want to make sure that all the H&M Trucking family is getting a chance to not only listen, but take part in this podcast. And also, if there's other people out there that you think maybe are just interested in what's going on at H&M behind the scenes or interested in trucking in general, please share this with them. I aim to make this podcast entertaining for more than just a truck driver or somebody that works in the industry. I hope that it will be entertaining on kind of a broad scale. But in the end, our focus is going to be on H&M Trucking. Once again, if there's something that you would like to hear, make sure to get in touch with us. If there's a driver that you think would go really well on this, I love to talk to him. It's one thing I've learned over doing 18 episodes of Unplugged OTR is that every time I would call somebody up and set up an interview, I'd be talking to them for like 10, 15, 20 minutes. One time I spent 45 minutes on the phone with one of our interview subjects. And I just really enjoy getting to know these people and getting to know the trucking industry even better than I already do. So with that out of the way, uh, the nuts and bolts, as we call it, what are we even doing here? What happened to Unplugged OTR? Well, we did address that a little bit in the end of episode 18. So you can definitely go back and listen to episode 18 of Unplugged OTR to figure out exactly what's going on. But just a a quick refresh, um, Caleb and Maria are are off to bigger and better things. They will still hopefully be stopping by from time to time because I really enjoyed my time with Caleb and Maria. And uh, to be honest with you, me and uh, my audio ninja, Mike, who's watching this all behind the scenes, thought that we were just kind of hitting our stride there on episode, uh, probably episodes like 12 through 18 was where we thought it was really starting to get good. And we're going to maintain that momentum into the H&M Trucking Podcast. We're just changing things up a bit. And, uh, you know, everybody deserves to be happy in what they do and also enjoy what they do every day at work. And uh, Caleb and Maria are going to get to do that now. And we're still going to get to see them. They're still friends. Uh, We're still around. I just went on a vacation with Caleb for like four or five straight days. And I didn't shut up the whole time. And so now he really does know that I don't lie about that. That's me. That's the person that is Marcus standing right in front of you. So I guess I'm right where I need to be. We'll hear from Maria and Caleb in the future. So please look forward to that. We didn't change a lot else about the podcast other than the fact that it's just Mike, my audio ninja and myself now. 
And we're going to have a very special monthly appearance from Eve Essery of H&M Trucking fame. You all know her. Uh, you all love her for good reason. She joined us a couple of times on Unplugged OTR, and I absolutely love Eve. She's so cool to work with. We're setting up a bunch of cool bits and things that we can do with Eve that will help uh, kind of expose the culture of the company a little bit and get to know Eve herself a little bit better, which should be a lot of fun. So what's in a company? H&M Trucking, um, the Rainbow Fleet, if you will. Well, I can't tell you exactly what's in a company as far as H&M is concerned, but I aim to uncover that with this podcast. I will be, like I said earlier, profiling anybody and everybody that works there, talking to you about your stories, your advice, your icks, things that you like, things that you hate. And uh, I will also be bringing a bit of, of Marcus Color to this podcast. Uh, we've got a bit coming up here in just a few minutes uh, where you'll get to know me a little bit better, uh, for better or for worse. So um, take that with a grain of salt or the whole bag. Doesn't really matter. I also wanted to kind of think about like, why is H&M a company that people want to work for? And I don't actually need to come out and tell you that this podcast, as it grows into a thing, will tell you that because we're going to be talking to everybody from every corner of the company. I already know why it's such a good company and why people want to work there. And as we speak to employees of the company further down the line, I think that you'll understand that as well. Based on 18 episodes of Unplugged OTR, what I've learned about H&M as a company is that people like to work there. They feel valued there. They don't get up and hate going to work every single morning. They look forward to it. And it's even been able to change some people's minds about Volvos. And we'll get into that next week because we're going to have a whole episode talking about the Rainbow Fleet and the Volvos that you all drive. So once again, just to wrap this up before we get into kind of some of the meat here, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe over. You can find all of our links at the H&M Trucking Facebook page. We also have a link tree where you can find Spotify, Apple, Google, all the places that you find podcasts. We will be there, and we look forward to having you on board. Okay. All of that is filed away in the we only have to talk about it at the beginning of every episode box. Now we get to the fun part, which is where uh, I might come up with a thing or two to talk about that is relating to the episode. Now, this episode, because it's the first one, doesn't carry like a theme. This is the intro. This is this is the word go. Uh, we just passed go. We've got our 200 bucks in our pockets and it's burning a hole. The fun part about that is somebody at this company that I work for just gave me the reins and told me to do whatever I want. So that kind of sucks for you and that you don't know what's coming. It's really enjoyable for me because I've been working on this all week. And I thought, what would be a good way for people that drive all day, every day and the people that help them uh, in that company, what would be a good way for them to get to know Marcus a little bit better? Uh, feel out your host appropriately, of course. Uh, and I thought about it. My wife would tell you um, that I have some pretty strict rules when it comes to taking a road trip. Um, and, and I define a road trip as anything, let's say, over four hours. OK, if you're only going four hours, I hate to say it, but you just took a drive. That's not a road trip. Like a road trip's got to eat up a day in my mind. And for, for you truck drivers out there, you're like, eat up a day? How about eat up a week? I get it. I'm just trying to relate as, as well as I can. And uh, where I live now in Eugene, Oregon, is about 
a seven to eight hour drive from where I grew up, which is a little tiny town in Northeast Oregon called Enterprise off of Highway 82. Uh, Very few people know it, and there's good reason. It's tucked away in the mountains, and um, they don't necessarily like visitors all that much. So if you go there, don't tell them I sent you. There's still a lot of people that know my name in that town, like all of them. There's only 200 of them. So uh, anyway, getting back to the subject at hand, what are my five rules for road tripping with Marcus? They're pretty stringent. Number one, without fail, I do not compromise on this. We're not stopping. And I, I suffice it to say, viewpoints, rest areas, snacks, none of it. Like it's It's got to be done before we get in the vehicle because I'm not going for the drive. I'm going to a destination. The drive is an obstacle. And so is every single potty stop that you have to make when you're riding with me. So I recommend a lot of salty snacks uh, because homeboy only needs one stop at a bathroom every five to six hours. I make that seven hour drive with one stop. Uh, It's a beautiful location. The Dalles, Oregon, right on the Columbia River and the Columbia River Gorge, Interstate 84. You guys know it. Beautiful drive, but I want to see it. I don't want to stop every five miles. So salty snacks and, uh, you know, if you're going to drink something, that's fine. But I would suggest maybe a bit of a dehydration run in the lead up to this road trip. You don't have to not drink any water for the week leading up, but maybe don't have any the day before if you're one of those walnut-sized bladder people, okay? Rule number two, snacks. You're the co-pilot. Snacks are your first priority aside from not peeing your pants in my Silverado. I want good snacks. I want salty. I want sweet. I need something gummy, you know, chewy. Texture's a big thing for me. I try to stay away from super hot stuff. You know, everybody likes a flaming hot Cheeto or like a like a spicy nacho Dorito, and I'm no different, but we're in the cab of a vehicle and we're going to be spending eight hours in it. You got to understand that that's long enough for me to cook up a fart that will kill a man in a closed environment. So, especially if you're feeding me flaming hot Cheetos, I can't do anything about that. Like, I can't take a Beano and just make sure and make a promise that you're not going to pass out later because of the fumes. So, uh, keep the snacks at least a little bit neutral, maybe maybe just shade towards the spicy. I like nerd ropes. Um, I like sweet tart ropes. Anything that's candy themed around a rope. I don't know if there's something behind that, but I'll do a little personal inventory and get back to you. Uh, rule number three, there's some widespread confusion about who handles the playlist when it comes to a road trip. You see, I'm driving, and so we listen to whatever I want to listen to. That could be a podcast that could be metal, it could be punk, it could be country and western, or it could simply be the sounds of silence. It all depends on my mood. As my co-pilot, you just need to understand that your job is to press play based on what I say. If all of a sudden I start screaming profanities at a driver in the left lane, I'm going to need you to adjust the playlist, and we'll get to more of that here in just a moment. This one I can compromise on, but I'm going to need a background check and a few uh, observatory runs before we actually let somebody else drive on my road trips. Now, my wife has been going on these with me for a decade plus, so she drives, but she'll only drive one leg of it. She knows the she knows those roads. She's happy with those roads. When we get up into the mountains and we're dealing with snow and cougars, the ones with tails, not the ones at your local soccer match, 
she doesn't really want to be behind the wheel. She wants me to handle that. And so I've kind of taken ownership of it. She drives through the metropolitan areas and all the garbage freeway traffic. I take over the the long leg of it, which is mostly two lane roads. I, I originally wrote this rule down and it just says no one drives but me. And I feel like I needed to amend that a little bit just as I'm talking about it. If I'm like 10 seconds from drifting off to sleep and peacefully piling my Chevy into a bar ditch or a tree somewhere, there's no reason for me to still be behind the wheel. I understand that fatigue is real. So be prepared to drive, but understand that I might have some questions. My dad is an insurance agent and uh, so is my sister. So there's a vetting process. We'll just put it that way. And finally, rule number five. When I wake you up by screaming profanity at another driver, I'll need your full support and undivided attention to help come up with some of the worst possible things that I can say about the offender that tipped me into road rage. See, we're in this together. You sitting next to me, we might as well be side by side on a trebuchet about ready to launch a a rock over a, a castle wall. This is a siege. This is a battle. We are fighting to the end of it. And uh, like I said earlier, this might be your only chance to take control of the playlist. And control is a funny word because I'll let you have it. But you need to know that if um, my pitch hits a certain point, if I've rolled down a window and I'm yelling out the window, nothing but punk rock and metal, please. I don't want to hear anything that's going to cheapen the vibe because when I fall into this road rage thing, I fall hard, I fall fast, and I fall all the way to the bottom. Uh, you're, you might not like me afterwards. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. The person that's, that I'm, I'm road reaching to clearly at fault here. So understand that uh, you might get the playlist, but you have to help me in the road rage. I know this is not for everybody. Maybe I'm not your ideal road trip buddy. Maybe a few of you have heard exactly how I feel and are starting to think, man, this is exactly how I am when I'm on a road trip. I don't care which uh, which category you fall under, but I want to hear from you about it. So make sure to connect with us on the socials. Let us know what you think of my five rules for road tripping with Marcus. And now, without further ado, I am so excited. HR specialist Eve Essery joining us right now on the pod. Eve, we've spoken before, but now it's just me and you, and I will tell you good luck. Uh, thank you so much for being here today. We really appreciate your time. Well, now that you've chased everyone else away, I mean, I'm really your only hope. You had a feeling that was going to happen, didn't you? Just from our two prior conversations. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> well, I promise that this time uh, I won't give you any reason to believe that I may or may not have been drinking before the podcast. I'm seriously, I got a little caffeine on board, but other than that, I'm straight. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, we will get to see how it goes quite a bit because you are going to be joining us here on the H&M Trucking Podcast once monthly. And uh, I really look forward to that because we're going to get into all sorts of different things that have to do with H&M, the drivers, the office staff. Uh, basically, we're going to use this as a way to uh, you're kind of my conduit to H&M and, and you're setting me up with all these other interviews. So once again, from the bottom of my little heart, thank you so much. I, I did prepare a little list of things that I wanted to ask you if it was OK if we talk about um, since you're the HR manager, you've got a real good sense of what we can and cannot bring up. So I figured we'd just do that right here if that's OK. Yeah, let's do it. Let's. We should probably set some ground rules like that. That's probably good. Yes, I'm glad you're on board. So specifically, can we talk about who you're pissed off at right now? I think that's open. Yeah, that's I mean, open. I, I think we can probably talk about that. 
Yes, that's a good. That's okay. good. Okay. Well, that's that's a that's a warning to everybody listening right now right. that you don't want to get on your bad side. I feel like that could be a deterrent for them to not really piss me off every day. So I think we could we can work with that. Okay, keep going. We're we're, we're on board there. Okay, think about that H and M. Have that in the back of your head every morning, and maybe bring Eve a gift at the beginning of the week just to try to keep yourself off the podcast. Could we talk about all the things you wish Mr. President himself, James Fonda, would stop doing? There's such a lengthy list. I don't know if we could get to all of those things in a <laughs> podcast, no matter how many episodes there are. Um, but we we can try. We'll see. Okay. Um, we can attempt. But again, that list is it's pretty extensive. And is this an ever growing list? You keep adding to the bottom of it every day. <laughs> I, I wish there was a video element so you all could see how serious Eve was when she just said that. Um, how about this? We we talked touched a little bit on this uh, back in Unplugged OTR when you came on with uh, Caleb and Maria and myself. Uh, the shower habits of yourself and others. Open for conversation? Okay. Now, I think maybe we might have to draw the line there. That's, okay. you know, we've already, we've, we've already discussed the peeing in the shower and all of the things. And I, I just, I just don't think that the audience really wants to know that much more about the shower habits. I agree. Uh, and and okay. recently uh, during a company event, I was just awarded least likely to pee in the shower because I kind of had that little stigma about it. So mm-hmm. I'm very happy with where I'm at with this, but I figured we should okay. address it just in case. Okay. Just in case it comes up. Just in case it comes up. Right. Now we're going to get into some more sticky stuff. Can we talk about exactly how much everyone makes? Marcus, I don't know. Okay. Are you going to share? Are you going to share with us exactly how much you make? I don't think we have time for you to stop laughing. Oh, Eve. Okay. You will lose your breath. So. All right. Well, we better steer away from that topic then. That might may not be the best option. This one's a little bit like the first one, but how about your your favorites, your favorite employees, or, or by contrast, your least favorite employees? You know, I don't have any favorites. I love them all. Spoken like a true HR manager. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about problems you have with me? I feel like that can be just wide out open right out in the front from the word go. Yeah, I thought that's what we were doing. Okay, perfect. I thought that's what this was about, actually. Uh, if it's not, I'm not. We might have to review the contract because I really okay. thought that's where we were going with this. Wait, you got a contract? Oh boy, I got a phone call to make after this. Uh, I'm going to write that down real quick. Call boss. Um, how about this? Stocks, bonds, 401ks, and the stock market. Because I feel like I don't know enough, and you're a smart person, so you could probably help me with that, right? If you don't know any of that by now, Marcus, I'm not sure I can help you. But I can touch on a little bit of this. 401k, we can talk about that. We can talk about some options there and benefits and things like that. But you know, when it comes to actually doing the trading and stuff, you may want to contact someone else. Well, that's not the only thing on a long list of, of my shortcomings at the age of 38, Eve. There's a okay. lot that I don't know. It would surprise mm. you. How about all your biggest fears and insecurities? I don't I don't think we should probably go there. You don't you don't want to go there. Okay. I mean, I do you want me to come back? That's probably why Caleb and Marie aren't here. Well, I have a gift, Eve. I have a gift. Thought you wanted to keep me on the show, and now all of a sudden you're trying to chase me away. Okay. I'm taking notes, though. I'm taking notes and learning how to become a more welcoming host. I promise you that. Okay. All right. Well, that kind of covers it. Uh, I will make sure that we've created these boundaries and that we stick to them rigidly. 
now, actually, I want to get to something we're going to be covering every single time you come in, which is birthdays, anniversaries, uh, some of these milestones that uh, that you have. You guys have a ton of drivers, a ton of employees, and I, I saw the list of birthdays from March. So naming everybody in specific might be a little tough. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we have a long list of March birthdays. Apparently, you know, spring, something's in the air. Uh, so yeah, we, but I do want to say happy birthday to all of our March birthdays. We really make an effort to make sure that all of them feel special on their special day. Um, so to do that, we always post those on Facebook. So be sure to refer to Facebook to see the birthdays each and every day. There'll be a post with, with everyone's birthday and anniversary as well. Same thing there. Perfect. And uh, Facebook is a great place to go for this podcast as well. The H&M Trucking Facebook page. As insidious as I am, I found my way in and I'm going to be sharing a lot of podcast content up there for you to find. And uh, while you're looking for for all the birthdays and anniversaries, go ahead and shoot the podcast a like because as we touched on earlier when I asked Eve if we could talk about what everybody makes, the lights are on now. There's no guarantee for tomorrow. So let's keep this thing moving by a like, a share, a subscribe. And you guys really do run an awesome Facebook page for your company there. I, I was scrolling through it yesterday and did notice that every employee that has a, a birthday or an anniversary gets mentioned on there. And I think that that's a really cool way to... Uh, just, you know, honor people. I mean, everybody's got a birthday. So it's like birthdays have always been weird for me. After I turned 21, people would wish me happy birthday. And I kind of felt like weird about it. Like, really? Like, I don't, you're not going to get me anything and I'm not going to expect anything. So maybe this is just another mark on the board. But when you see a company actually put a little bit of effort into it, you make the graphic, you mention them by name, that I could get behind. So my birthday is September 6th. If you want to write that down. Well, my birthday is also September 6th, Marcus. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm just joking. I'm just messing oh, with you. Damn it. I thought for sure I had you locked in for at least a year on the podcast if that was true, Eve. <laughs> but it's funny that you believed that. Oh, you had me hook, line, and sinker, Eve. You can, you, my middle name is Gullible from here on out because I, I just take everything you say for what it's worth and... Uh, Remember that because I'm sure you'll have fun with it later. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we have any uh, special announcements? Something else we're going to be getting to. If there's anything that Eve thinks that would be beneficial to talk about here, uh, whether it be, you know, a, a big announcement for the whole company, maybe something that just a few people need to know, we're going to cover it here because, as I said, this podcast is all things H&M Trucking. Uh, what have you got for me in our special announcements segment? So I have a couple things. First is Dennis Reimers is celebrating 20 years at H&M coming on the 25th of March. So I want to kind of do a special shout out to him. 20 years is a pretty big commitment. And we really appreciate him. He's an owner operator on our hopper division and uh, does a great job over there. So congratulations and thank you to him. If he's listening. Dennis, that's amazing. And, and I, I mean, I think about that right now. I've got all these gray hairs and this giant bald spot and I was only 18, just the tender age, graduating from high school when he started. Um, I haven't learned that much in 20 years since then, but I'm sure he has learned a lot uh, being a driver with H&M. And, and you said owner-operator, so uh, he's he's really pulling his weight out there. Uh, congratulations, man. 20 years. We can all only hope to work someplace for 20 years. Absolutely. And speaking of which, how long have you been with H&M? Because I don't think we covered that in the intro. 
I'm going to hit five years in July. Awesome. So we're getting close to that five year mark. And I mean, in the in the vein of just getting to know you a little bit, just in case uh, somebody that's listening missed out on both of your appearances on Unplugged OTR, which you can still go back and listen to uh, anytime you want. Tell us a little bit about Eve. I know you've got some kids. I know they play some sports. Uh, go ahead. The floor is yours. I do. So um, I'm married. My husband and I are getting ready to celebrate our 13th wedding anniversary coming up here in April. So that's... Um, if he's listening, April, I need to make sure that he remembers that. Do you want to throw a hard date in there too, just so he knows for sure? April 10th. He should know. He does have a tattoo of it, but he still forgets. So That's a wise idea though. I know. Tattoo it on. I mean, if I yeah. could get it tattooed on the back of my eyelids, that would be great. Right. He got it on our honeymoon, so he was, he was thinking ahead. Yeah. Smart man. And then together we have eight kids. So we're blended. We have his, mine, and ours. They range from, actually today is my oldest daughter's birthday. So shout out to Faith. Today is her 23rd birthday. Happy birthday, Faith. Yes. And then all the way down to my youngest, who is 10. Okay. Do they know that their mom is a budding podcast star? It's the only cool points that I have, I think. Really? Okay. So... Well, you know, I have five teenagers, so I don't have a lot of cool points at this point. Um, but uh, yeah, I, we do kind of talk about it around the, around the dinner table and, and things. So um, you'll probably hear me reference them a lot. Awesome. Well, I love that. And uh, from me to them, uh, you've got one of the coolest moms out there. So give her some more cool points because we are on a young hip medium, right? We're on the we're on a uh, Zoomer medium, if they if I'm using that term correctly. I think Zoomers is what they call this next generation. That just dates me. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to this next bit here, which is something that I've been giddy about ever since the idea crossed my mind. Um, You are the HR manager at H&M, as we have said, and you've told us before in in passing that there's, you know, there's always fires. You're kind of a firefighter in your own right, where something's always going on every week, every day. There's there's a new thing for you to address. And I thought it would be cool if we did a little segment here called Laying Down the Law with Eve. And I pretty much just gave you the reins here, Eve, and said, bring us a story, uh, good, bad, or indifferent. Tell us about what happened. And and if there's a lesson in there, we can have kind of a Sesame Street moment at the end where we bring it all full circle. Or you can just publicly chew somebody's ass if you want to. Uh, it's totally up to you, okay? Your segment, please. So the one thing I wanted to talk about today is reporting injuries, right? I know this is not a real exciting topic, but... If you slip, you trip, you fall, you have a back pain, a sprain, I don't care what it is. All you got to do is pick up the phone and call me. You just got to report it, right? So think of HR as your life alert. If you've fallen and you can't get up, or even if you can get up, you still got to call, right? We need to know what's going on. If you're sick, again, call me. Um, I can help. Like we can check on you. We can find a clinic and urgent care. I can even call an ambulance if I need to. I would rather call an ambulance than have to call your family later and tell them what happened. Right. So it's so important that you call and tell us what's going on. Just the communication. The one thing I want to leave you with is life alert, right? It's HR. So if you fall in and you can't get up, you call us. Laying down the law with Eve. I love it. And uh, I know you're a Law & Order fan just like I am. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that little sound effect as as the episodes roll here. 
Do you think that some of the drivers, for whatever reason, might be a little afraid or intimidated about calling you because they're they're worried that they might get in trouble or something like that if they did have a slip or a fall? Yeah, so there's such a stigmatism that comes with that where they think that they can't tell anybody that what's happened because, you know, their company's going to be mad or somebody's going to be upset with them. That is not the case. Like, we're here to help you. You're out there, out on the road by yourself. Nobody to, you know, pick you up when you fall. That's what I'm here for. So I'm more than willing to help in any way I can. The other thing is if you're hurt and you wait and you don't report it, we had a gentleman who didn't didn't report it, had a little twist in his knee, right? He goes to the doctor. um, It's not getting better. He goes to another doctor. They say that he needs surgery. Now, all of a sudden he's calling us saying he needs knee surgery and it's a work comp injury. Well, now we have to go back and backtrack all of the doctors that he went to when he first went, when he first reported, when he first had the injury all the way through the ortho in order to get all of those paperwork. I don't know if you've ever tried to get paperwork from a doctor's office, But it's like performing surgery in itself because you have to go through so many hoops and they don't just release the information. So it just is more helpful to you and to us in the long run. If we just have a report, just start it. It doesn't have to go anywhere. We don't have to send you to the doctor, but we have it if you need it. Perfect. A couple things there. Uh, one, I once asked my doctor for a copy of my medical records, and this was before they could just, you know, email it to you. And they charged me five cents a page to print out what was apparently a, like a war and peace book of of medical records. I didn't even know half of this stuff was going on. I guess most of the time you spend in the waiting room is just them writing your story. I, I didn't know that, but that ended up being a little bit expensive. And I guess based on what you just said, my advice to drivers would be if you create more work for, for you, Eve, it's probably not going to end up in your favor anyway. So just follow <laughs> protocol, keep you from laying under that pile of paperwork. And, uh, and you're friendly. I mean, you're, you're so approachable and such a nice lady. I, I think these guys need to, here's the deal. I'm going to spend some time with these drivers and try to get them worked into worked into order, okay? I can't guarantee they're not going to have an influence on me, so I'm warning you for the future that I I might I might learn some things. I might uh, you know, update my persona a bit based on what they tell me, but I will say uh, I'm I'm squarely on your side here. Don't make it any harder for Eve. We need her to have free time to come on the podcast once a month. Right. Right. All right. <laughs> One more time, just for good measure there. Uh, there's something else I want to do, because obviously this is a this is a, a moving thing here where we're going to have you on next month. And I thought maybe we could chat just a little bit about this. It, based on what you know about me from the time we've spent on the podcast and little else since we live across the country from one another, do you think that I could pass the H&M orientation? Do you think that I could legitimately come in there, apply for a job and get one? Based on what you just said about your medical history and the fact that it was a war and peace novel, I'm not sure you could pass the physical at this point. <laughs> All right. So most of that was just a, a an unfortunate mishap with my IBS. Okay. okay? But I don't mean to be okay. too out front here, but I, I want the I want the listeners to get to know me. I, I physically I think I could do it. What are you talking? Lifting a hundred pounds up over your head? Like what's the what are the uh the guidelines? So it's it's fifty pounds. Fifty pounds. Onto a table and down. Uh, be able to do some sit-ups, do some squats, just some, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, 
I'm not sure you're going to be able to handle this, Marcus. <laughs> I don't. You're uh, not sounding very confident. I feel like you're trying to trying to you know lead me along here, but uh, it, it's it's sounding like a hard no. I'm wondering, could you maybe for our next episode next month? Uh, put together a few uh, like questions that you use to weed people out for me and and kind of we'll approach it like I'm trying to get a job and you're the HR manager and really your goal can be to keep me the hell out of this company. I mean, you know me a little bit, so you might want to. Well, I, I tried that and here we are. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I didn't try uh well not yet anyway but this is only the first monthly appearance so what what remains to be seen is exactly that oh man well this is exactly why i was so excited to to have you on here eve Um, i always have a great time talking to you and and we're coming toward the end of our segment here and since you're going to be a regular guest on the show I thought that it would be kind of cool if we talked about whether or not you and I need some kind of cool sign off to say, because Scotty Beals left us with something that not only when I talked to him on the phone to set up the interview, did he use his sign off, but he signed off the podcast episode as well. That would be episode 16 or 17 of Unplugged OTR if you want to go back and listen to it. And I'm not even going to try to do it justice because he, he has this thing memorized and he drops it like it's just another thing that he says every single day but what do you think i mean obviously you know me you know that i'm gonna i'm really gonna push hard to give myself a cool sign off do you want to sign off do you have something that you think you could say kind of leave the listeners wanting more you know one thing i always tell my kids as they walk out the door is wear your seatbelt so i feel like in hr that actually is kind of my sign off. Every time one of my kids walks out the door, I say, wear your seatbelt. Now, do they? Gosh, I hope so. Uh, the other thing is I always say, look both ways before you cross the street. So those are both such practical, uh, good pieces of advice. It's my mom advice right there. That's what I got. Well, and it doubles up. I mean, you need your drivers to be buckling up, too. Otherwise, we get back to this whole make sure you report it thing, which you don't want to deal with that. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, I've got a few here that I've put together and I just want your thoughts on whether or not I should use these as a, as sign offs. If I said something like so long and thanks for all the skid marks. It's fitting for you, but I just don't know that you quite uh, have nailed the connotation in that. Okay. You, you probably could go for it. Maybe just go for it. Go for it. You want to just call me skid mark. I mean, my name is Marcus. You could shorten it. I could just be skid mark to you. Love to. (laughs) How about this? Uh, keep it in Georgia overdrive and aim for the lollipops. What does that even mean? Okay, that's a little bit of CB talk there. Uh, Georgia overdrive is when you're going downhill fully loaded and you just pop it into neutral and let Jesus take the wheel. Um, oh. And then the lollipops are going to be the uh, the little reflectors on the side of the highway. So this was definitely tongue in cheek. Okay, uh, see, you are really picking up some of these trucker things. Like, that's impressive. Thank see. you. I, I one day dream to have my own CB radio in the Silverado so that I can just act like I'm a trucker. I don't think that I could do the job. Uh, it's it's way too much for me. I've got all this ADHD and, and insecurities and all the other stuff that we'll get to that was in that novel I requested from the doctor. But I, I, <laughs> I just want to talk to him. We're going to be the judge of that next week. Okay, we will. When we, we will. go through the orientation, yes. Okay, so now that you know a little bit more uh, about what I was saying there with that first one, how about this? Keep it out of Georgia overdrive and steer clear of the lollipops. I like that one better. I bet you do. 
as an HR, as an HR manager, yeah. I can imagine less paperwork. Now, uh, one of my fellow coworkers actually told me that because this is the state I live in, I should use it as one of my sign offs. So what about uh, keep chopping wood and so long from the beaver state? She's laughing at me. She, she just can't hear her. I just I just can't, Marcus. I can't. You can't. OK, okay. okay. I no. understand. No. I, <laughs> OK, oh, no. I've only got one more, Eve. And this <laughs> one is actually something that I saw in the store. And I know that that's that doesn't sound like how but what if i just said stay fresh cheese bags Marcus, because that's a thing i saw in the store it was called a stay fresh cheese bag and i was like what a great sign off stay fresh cheese bags i i guess if you were talking to a bunch of college kids that could maybe like what are we to who what is the audience here because i don't think that Marcus, what are we gonna do see <sighs> another time for good measure eve Thank you so much for being here. This is absolutely as fun as I imagined it to be. And I can't wait to have many more of these chats with you in the future. Anything you want to leave the listeners with? Fasten your seatbelts. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Thank you for listening to the H&M Trucking Podcast. Please leave a review, subscribe, and connect with Marcus over at the H&M Trucking social media channels. And if you're considering a job at H&M, find us at hmtrucking.com. Until next time, stay safe and ahead of the curve drivers.